Good morning, fellow warriors, and welcome to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. I'm really honored that you are spending your time with me today and just really happy that we can stand together and encouraged by the fact that I'm not alone and you're not alone either. So again, thank you so much for listening today. Now, today I got to tell you what, I'm pretty fired up. Not that I'm not always fired up when I talk to you on this podcast, but I'm really fired up today because we are living in a time where negativity, panic, fear, unrest, division, these are kind of the what's ruling the day, right? I mean, this is what's ruling the airwaves, all this negativity and chaos. And what's happening is it's leaving us feeling stressed out, worried, concerned, I mean, really fearful, uneasy. I mean, if we thought the world was difficult before, if it was difficult to find peace and happiness and hope, wow. I mean, it's really, really taken a negative turn with so many world events going on right now. And so I just really want to encourage you today and also kind of give you some some thoughts and some ideas so that you can do something about it. Because let's face it, there isn't a whole heck of a lot we can do about the world events that are going on. Maybe a vote, maybe a voice can make a difference. And, and if that's you and, and you think you are a voice for change, and I'm talking about, you know, in my opinion, I don't think a voice for change is violence and, you know, innocent people's businesses being ruined and things like that. To me, that, that, does, that doesn't affect change. It just makes people more angry. But if you really have a voice in whatever it is, I'm not talking about anything specific with regard to your voice, but if, if there's something that, that you think really is important and you can positively impact it, then do that. Stand up and, and have your voice heard. You know, we don't need to turn a blind eye or bury our head in the sand. But what I really wanted to talk to you about is this constant negative news cycle that we're being fed. We're being fed through television, through radio, through social media. And unfortunately, negative headlines sell. And you have to really understand what this kind of stuff does to your brain, to your mind, and then affects every other part of your being. I mean, right down to the cellular level, all this negative fear-based news and information and opinions and arguing and fighting, it's not good for you. So, you know, of course, be informed. But how long does it take for you to be informed? Everything else is just noise. It's clutter. It's repeating the same garbage over and over and over. And so I really think that you're going to have to work hard to overcome this. But anything worth having being or doing, you heard me say it before, it's work. But get encouraged by it. Get excited about it. Be the person that's going to rise above all of this. Wouldn't it be amazing if somebody said, you know, back in 2020, the world was upside down. The United States of America was all crazy and there was so much chaos and division and we were just living in this really awful time and there was so much fear and unrest and anxiety and stress going on. But you know what? 
There was this person I knew and she was different. She was rising above it. She stayed positive. She gave me hope. Imagine if you knew that that person could be you, not to mention how amazing it would be for you to live that way. So the reason I tell you that it's tough is because, listen, I'm in this business, okay? I'm in the mindset business. I'm in the business on a mission to help people to live without fear, to have hope, to find that peace that surpasses their understanding in the chaos and, and, and everything. That's what I do. And it's not just something I talk about and write books about and, and teach in a membership. I live it. It's what I believe. By the way, that membership, you should check it out. It is called the Still Standing Sisterhood. And I really encourage you women to come in and link arms with us because, boy, we all need it. We all need to be standing with other warriors. It doesn't mean they don't have problems. Trust me. The people in my sisterhood all have challenges, big ones. But they're learning to overcome. So back to what I was saying, I, I don't just talk about this stuff. I live it. Okay, so I live it. And yet, if I scroll through social media or hear a story, a news story, or have someone tell me something instantly, I want you to get this instantly, I feel stressed. Now, I have adrenal fatigue, so apparently with adrenal fatigue, it's more of a physical thing than even a mental thing. It's my, my body tenses up more. I have I had so many years of that fight or flight that my adrenals kind of got wiped out. And so, I mean, I could, be in the, I could be in the bathroom, okay, in the middle of the day, and my husband comes walking into the bathroom, and I didn't know he was coming in. He walks gingerly. I will jump out of my skin. And, and it's not because I'm afraid. It's not something mental. I mean, it's just this weird thing that's happened with my adrenals. So, so... Maybe some of you can hear those news stories and things like that, and you don't feel as stressed as I am. I don't know. So adrenal fatigue aside, I'm trying to tell you that I live this stuff day in and day out, and it affects me. So what do I do about it? I couldn't be doing what I'm doing. I couldn't be spreading the message I am genuinely and, and in a transparent fashion like I do if I was telling you to do all of this and then sitting at home scared to death right? Living in anxiety. I mean, that wouldn't be an honest message. I always want to share things with you that I believe work. And so, I mean, this is what I do. I will look in the morning and kind of check one news station that I feel comfortable checking and you can do whatever, you know, use whatever you want. And I just look for headlines that are something new. Okay. And that's first of all, the first key. Is it something new or is it the same stuff over and over and over that's just going to stress you out? I'm looking to see if, if they've opened California up more so that I can go to the hair salon without wearing a moon suit. And I can get my nails done. I'm kind of just curious about when I can go back to a normal life and, and not living behind a mask and all of that. So I'll check that kind of thing out. But to sit and, and listen to these same news stories and somebody's opinion, and here's the thing. I've read... A really interesting study and that suggests very very strongly that we tend to believe what we hear it didn't say what we hear that you already had an opinion about I mean sure that would make more sense but we tend to hear things and believe them more 
than not believe them. Isn't that weird? Now, you might say, that's not true. My Aunt Ruth is the most skeptical person I've ever met. She doesn't believe anything. <laughs> sure, that might be the case for some people. But I really believe, of course, if also for being fed it over and over and over, drip, 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 you hear something enough times and you begin to accept it as truth. And so this is why I don't buy into that. I don't buy into the fear-based news. Not to mention, let me talk about that for a minute. And I'm sure there's some wonderful people in the news world, but I'm just saying that, you know, headlines sell. I can't tell you how many times I've seen a headline and then read through the article and you get down to about, you know, page three where they even mention what the headline was about. And it wasn't exactly what the headline was about. It kind of ticks me off. That's false and misleading. It's dishonest. So let's just get right down to it. It's not cool. And so we have to be responsible, right? We're not robots. We're not just having to accept everything. We can decide what we listen to. We can decide what we put in our brains. Ladies, the battle is for your mind. Now, many of you hear me talk about the beast. Okay, let me tell you something. The beasts are these, these things that have us down. It could be abuse that you've experienced. It could be betrayal, abandonment, childhood issues. It could be that you've experienced something big like I did. I experienced, you know, my daughter was shot when she was 18. She was murdered when she was 30. And in between was so much chaos, I couldn't even begin to tell you about it. And on top of that, I lost family members and had a friend betray us and steal a, a huge chunk of money, which was basically our savings from us. So a lot of things, a lot of things going on, okay? So all of these things, they manifest themselves in the things that really are the beasts, right? Low self-esteem, fear, worry, shame, guilt, and the list goes on. The source of all of these things is not God. Okay, I absolutely 100% believe they come from Satan, but I don't like to use his name because I don't want to give him any credit. So I always call him the big beast. But anyway, the point is the forces of darkness are out here seeking to destroy. Okay, that's what they're after. They're after our peace, our joy, our happiness, our hope, our belief in God, our faith, our humanity, love, anything that's good. I am sitting here thinking that the beast and all his little mini beasts must be having a field day. They must be partying in wherever their dark world is they live. They must think this is the coolest thing ever. The United States of America is exploding. The world is crazy. No one trusts each other. We're all arguing. There's so much division and hatred and fear and anxiety and stress. Oh my gosh. This is like Christmas, birthday, Mother's Day, Father's Day, <laughs> Easter, and everything else for the beast. So, I mean, we got to fight this stuff. Come on. Let's fight this. One thing I want you to be really clear about, when I talk about fighting, I'm not always talking about, you know, I mean, I don't want anybody to think, my gosh, no wonder she's got adrenal fatigue. She's just fighting all the time. Sometimes, Yes. Sometimes I just stand up and I claim it to the beast. I, I've declared war publicly on the beast. And trust me, he's declared it right back. 
You might think that was a big mistake, but I don't care. I'm going to keep going. I got God on my side. But um, also, fighting is peace. Think about this. Think about the difference between standing up and saying, I'm going to draw my line in the sand. I'm not going to let someone treat me this way anymore. I'm going to take my life back. You know, that takes some kind of, you know, it seems like more of a uh, strength. But when you want to live in peace, that also takes strength. It also takes courage. But it's kind of different, isn't it? It's more, okay, you know what? I'm going to choose peace in the middle of this chaos. I'm going to have hope. I'm going to believe that, no, not everything in my life is going to work out great just because I have faith, but I'm going to believe that God's still in this whole thing. I'm not going to buy into the stress. I'm not going to buy into all the drug ads that say that everybody's got, has to be depressed and have, and has anxiety and we all have to have pills for everything. You're not going to buy into that. Now, you know what? I'm not saying that you, you need medication. Don't take it. Don't get me wrong on this one. But I mean, it seems like if we're sad for two minutes, there's some commercial telling us we need a pill and it's, and the side effects are 20 times worse than what it's supposed to do for you. But that's kind of the psyche that we're in right now. We're afraid to feel sad. Like there's something wrong with us. I feel sad. My daughter was murdered. Her ashes are in a palm underneath a palm tree in my backyard. And sometimes I just have to go out there and cry so hard and cry out to God and, and talk to Jamie and, and even do dumb things like, why, Jamie? Why did this have to happen? And I'm a person that doesn't believe in asking why. But you know what? Sometimes I just have to do this. It's all part of just honoring that hole in my heart and letting my emotions out. But here's where I harness my thoughts. I take control of myself after I am done doing that. I say, okay, great. I honored the hole. I miss my daughter every day, but I am not going to allow the hole to swallow me up. And so whatever it is that you're going through, that's kind of the determination you have to have. Is that, okay, I'm going to feel sad about some world event. And then if there's something I can physically do to change it, I'm going to go do it. If not, then I'm going to feel sad about it. I'm going to pray about it. But I'm not going to allow the sadness to consume me until it's turned into something to completely different. You know, I've, I've, I've made it manifest into some anger or some, you know, real deep-seated fear that I'm having. So, again, what do I do? Okay, so I told you that I just, you know, look at the headline, see if there's anything different, and then I move on. Done. The other thing is that I'm on social media for this mission. I'm not on social media personally just because, I mean, I am because they make you. I have to have a personal, um, for instance, Facebook account. I have to have one in order to have a business page and a, and a group and all that. But I don't use my personal. In fact, I'm probably just going to unfriend, you know, and, and, and that's so funny because I don't want people, it doesn't mean I'm going to stop having friends. But as far as Facebook thinks, and just get rid of it because I, I actually basically have just unfollowed everybody and it's nothing personal. I love my friends, the, the people that are on my social media. I don't have that many because they're actually people that are my friends. And so, but I'm thinking about just not even having that because what for? Because he, let me tell you why. Whoever you follow, whatever friends you have, you're going to see some of, not all of it because Facebook's so maxed out, you might not. You're going to see all of, or some of, I should say, some of their feed. And you've got to decide, is what I'm seeing distracting me from my mission? Am 
my mission to become strong, my mission to become courageous, my mission to rise above fear and anxiety, my goal of living a peaceful life. Maybe you have bigger goals and dreams than that. Maybe you want to really go out and do something amazing in the world. Here's the deal. You're leaving a legacy right now, so you may as well make it a good one, my friend. And so you got to look and say, okay, is that, oh, and I hear people go, oh, I just scroll past it. No, you don't. I mean, you do, but it's all going into your brain. You know, the, the, those couple seconds of words, they're going into your brain. Make no mistake about this. Your brain is a computer and it is taking everything in. So you can say, oh, I just scroll past it, but you are not just scrolling past it. So you can be responsible for what you see. You can unfollow, you can unfriend. I don't mean stop being friends with people. Don't get me wrong here. You can control your social media. You can control what you see in the news. You can control your conversations. You can excuse yourself from conversations. This is so important. You know, people are so worried about that. Oh, what if I unfollow? Well, first of all, by the way, when you unfollow someone on social media, they don't even know. But second of all, even if they did, you think, oh, you know, I don't want to offend anybody. They might think, listen, your mission is too important for you to be worried about what everybody's thinking about you all the time. I mean, if, if you stop following somebody that's your friend on social media and they get offended, that's their problem. You are responsible for yourself. They're responsible for themselves. You have got to start controlling your mind, your brain, your computer. And it's not just, you know, don't think of it just as your head and it's what you're sticking in your head. What you stick in your head ends up everywhere in your body. Why do you think I got adrenal fatigue? Because I was in anxiety and stress. I lived in paralyzing fear for 13 years. And then I fought it for a couple more. I still fight it, by the way. I still fight fear. I still fight anxiety. I still fight worry. You know, I'm in a, a better place, a way better place than I was before. Nobody's free from this stuff, which is why we've got to start taking our thoughts captive. And by the way, when you do that, you can even have control over your feelings because people wonder with me, they go, wait a minute, every time you see the, the tree in the backyard, don't you feel sad? No, I don't. Sometimes the sadness over my daughter, Jamie, comes out of nowhere. I don't even know where it comes from. Um, you know, it just, it is what it is. But my feelings don't rule me. When they need to come, when that hole says, I can feel it coming, you know, when the hole goes, okay, it's all about me now, I let it happen. But I do not let my feelings control my life. And how you do that is from your thinking. So I hope you understand what I'm saying. I feel like I'm very balanced. If I, if I, need, and I used to not be, you know, back in, back in the day, for decades, I was very emotionally private. My childhood had a real impact on me. I went through a lot of serious stuff and you know, I had a young mom that was stressed out and she was unhappy. And so I learned to just stuff all my feelings inside and, and I didn't cry. I mean, I, it was rare for me to cry in front of anybody, which is really funny because if you saw me watching, I can cry at a commercial. So I was actually always a pretty sentimental and, and um, sensitive person, but I learned how to stuff my feelings inside and I didn't cry for years. And so I'm not talking about being that way. That wasn't balanced at all. I mean, I would literally just do anything I could not to cry or to get myself into a conversation that could potentially make me show my feelings. You know, it seemed it was weak to me. I now believe that it's very strong to show feelings. 
but I don't want to be a blubbering mess all day long. Where's that going to get me in life? That's not honoring Jamie. It's not moving me forward. It's not helping anybody in the world. But if I need to feel my feelings, I go ahead and feel them. And then I get back to the business of living my life. So I hope that makes sense to you. So, I mean, I mean, we've just got to prioritize becoming a warrior, becoming a courageous person. Stay in your lane, my friend. Just focus on your journey. Don't get all distracted by all the news and the fear-mongering and all the craziness going on. Be informed to whatever level makes sense to you. But really, really focus on courage. Courage matters more than anything else. Maybe you've heard me say this before. Okay, maybe not more than God or oxygen, but I firmly believe that courage is right up there with oxygen. Because everything takes courage. You are not going to be able to stop the world from being a scary place. You are not going to be able to stop the fact that there is danger out there. You are not going to be able to prevent people from saying things about you, mistreating you. You cannot prevent negativity out there. You can't prevent it. But you can insulate yourself. You can become strong enough that things don't have to impact you negatively. They're going on, but you're not being sucked down by them. And that's the real fear. I mean, I really do not want to end up at the end of my life. And I was really close to this happening. I don't want to end up at the end of my life looking back and saying, dang it, I wish I would have done this and I wish I would have done that and tried that and really made a difference. And, you know, now it's too late. We're all leaving a legacy right now. So why don't you be the person that shines your light in the darkness and, and give somebody else hope? Be that person that chooses courage. Harness your thoughts. This battle is for your mind and the beast should not get your mind. Stay hopeful. Stay positive. Do something amazing. The world has never, ever, ever needed warriors, leaders, everyday people like you and me to stand up and shine our light in the darkness and lead the way. My friend, it is time for you to live with a warrior woman mindset. Make today the day you decide that you're going to start living with courage. If I can help you do that, I would love to help you do that. As a matter of fact, I just published a complimentary book that you are more than welcome to go and download. You can actually go directly to Warrior Women Mindset Woman, not women. WarriorWomanMindset.com. Obviously, you can always find all resources at ValerieSilvera.com. Just remember, whatever you're going through, wherever you are in this world, you are not alone. I am standing right there 